breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Glitter Boys listening to you are. Yes. <laughs> So I don't even know how we do this one. Like, I mean, like we normally, we normally just kind of read through the rifter and we're like picking out the little bits that are good. But with this one, they're, they're all good. And I really don't know where to start. Like the explanation is in the back and then there's this entire joke. And then the, the, the full, the full gaming system of like animate balloon monster and like the 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 magic the magic that's like half the book. Like, do we start at the new gods? Because that's really interesting to me. Like, where do you want? Would you, we can't treat this like a, a normal rifter, can we? Let me see if I can do this. <clears throat> Once in an epoch, there comes a book that puts all books before it to shame. A book of such greatness. That every book that has come before and every book that shall dear to follow must compare itself to its lonely place in the shadow of its greatness. This book is Rifter Nine and a Half. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try one too. Okay, okay. <laughs> this summer, Percy Ferkelberger brings you Wayne Smith's The Rifter 9.5, the Y2K April Fool Spectacular. Written by Percy Ferkelberger, <laughs> Vice President and Hot Mama, Penelope Ferkelberger. <laughs> Writer and boy genius, Peter Ferkelberger. More so Ferkelbergers than you can Ferkel a burger to. <laughs> and that's a lot of Ferkeling. Also, now I need to look at Irma Dictionary and find out if there is such a thing as a Ferkel. <laughs> okay, this is... And we're doing... Yeah. This is the April 1st, 2000 issue of the Rifter 9.5. The Y2K April Fool's Spectacular. This is a work of genius. <laughs> yeah, this is... This is a limited edition collector's edition. There are 10,000 copies of this that have never been, apparently been never reprinted. I got a first printing. Yeah, me too. So, um, they said they'd only do this every thousand years. <laughs> so <laughs> there's only one of these, but this is, this is a joke rifter. It starts uh -huh. out with Percy <laughs> saying that he has seized control of Palladium from the desk of, uh, of Wayne Smith. This is in the place of, of where Kevin usually does his, his, you know, bits at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. He talks about how you'll need to, uh, how to get attention and get printed into a rifter, which is great. You should uh, <laughs> send him with a little send paper money. clip of money. <laughs> <laughs> Free samples, cash accidentally. <laughs> I mean, just it's 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 this is a, a joke rifter and it is so well done. So I must admit that until I made it to the end, because I decided to read it from cover to cover. Same. I actually thought that this was Wayne the whole yeah. time playing a big old joke on everybody else. Like he had assembled this in his spare time and just put it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But 
the fact that it was the opposite is that it was everybody else playing a big joke on Wayne and he had no idea. Yeah, that this was happening. <laughs> wow. I like the uh, art, art. Is Kevin and Steve Jackson are one in this? <laughs> <laughs> well, not just Steve, but uh, fucking everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Stephen Wyack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jolly Blackburn. Can, can, yeah. uh, can I read something in the new direction for Palladium Fantasy RPG? Go for it. Go With that stick it. in the mud, Kevin Sambita out of the way, and Bill Coffin drugged into submission, the Ferkelberger family will bring a new direction to the Palladium Fantasy role-playing game. The Palladium Super 3rd Edition will introduce a revolutionary new game system the new owners fondly call Tell the Freaking Story, We Don't Need Damn Rules in Our Way. Yep. This is so much fun. Like, this is just stupid fun. I don't know how to talk about this book because I feel like giving it our usual rifter treatment is just not going to be doing it good enough of a justice. This, this isn't a rifter. This is like a parody done within the company and then printed. <laughs> yeah. This is a break room joke that went way too far. Well, well, here's the, okay. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit and take a look at the, Silly answers to silly questions, starting on page 17. The funny part here is that these are actually tongue-in-cheek, yet honest and truthful answers mm -hmm. to questions. None of the answers are wrong. The answers themselves may be written in a funny way, but they're not joke answers. It's fascinating because you can actually look in here... <laughs> And get some solid information, which I was not expecting to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Can the SDF-1 destroy Tritown? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, integrating Pokemon characters into your Rifts campaign? Yeah, no problemo. Okay. Were the Al Gore giants and the sea god Al Gore named after Pri Vice President Al Gore... <laughs> Answer, OG, oh, back in 1979 to 1983, when Kevin Sambeta was developing the game, none of us had ever heard of Mr. Gore. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, the, you know, I know we just had him on and he gave us the definitive way of how to, to say, yeah, Ixtick, but apparently it's supposed to be City Check. <laughs> wait, 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 what page is that? <laughs> uh, 19, uh, left side, most of the way down. <laughs> City Check. <laughs> how much how much damage does running water give a vampire when you pee on it? I mean, these are the questions that needed answering. <laughs> okay. Okay, now let's go a few pages back. Okay. We're going to talk about what I consider one of the funniest parts of the whole goddamn book, which is giga damage. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Let's, let's go back a little bit more. Now. I was like, are we talking about the Rifter credit card? The Rifter credit card is a good one-page joke, but the giga damage and the direction that they took it. <laughs> Incidentally, giga damage can be found on our support page. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We have a giga damage support tier if you want to donate. It's Burger approved. I love the glitter boy on this with his huge Mickey Mouse ears. And the huge boom cannon. <laughs> it's just so crazy. Uh, yeah, okay. The next big thing from Palladium. 
is Giga Damage, which is their new level of damage, which is 1 million MDC per 1 GDC. And I, what I love is that they start small and they build it up and build it up through mm. your, what you would expect from the typical Palladium catalog of weapons. Yeah. You know, you start with their cricket and you make your way all the way up to, you know, the... The Gigasaurus Rex. <laughs> the Gigasaurus Rex. So what I love about this, it's like damage. <laughs> 3d6 times 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> Range, rate of fire, unlimited. Range, unlimited. <laughs> Payload unlimited, <laughs> cost unlimited. <laughs> Somebody had a lot of fun with this. Tolkien must die. Uh. Atlantis must die. The NGR must die. They point the Derringer at it, squeeze the trigger, and that's that. All cosmonauts must die. <laughs> oh man! I mean, now there's a brief note that in a thousand years, coming in three in Y three K, Terra damage. And the descriptions God. in every single one. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, my last game, I did this. Well, but then he's my bitch. It's just great. It was wonderful. Uh, uh, I mean, it's. Uh, There's a Wayne Smith um, a I mean, kidnap story yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then a write up about him. Yeah, we get Wayne Smith's <laughs> stats, which is a hero in limited adventure. Uh huh. And then with some fantastic <laughs> art by the whole thing has fantastic art. This isn't joke art. This isn't joke. This is all good custom art for this made. And at least this is made by my favorite Palladium artist, Ramon Perez. Yeah. Okay. So there's, then we get through the NPCs in this little, uh, you know, the, the where's Wayne Smith adventure, but then we get to some interesting things called wacky powers, uh, food manipulation power. Yeah, it's it's lovely. I want to play this character so bad for yeah. a single session. Frank and Beans, a dynamic food duo. Frank smacks knee, sausage expert. Oh my god, that picture! That picture. The <laughs> this this right here is a very very Venture Brothers moment. You know? Like, oh my god, you're right. These are the Venture Brother heroes. Yeah, when the monarch is interviewing for like new. A, a new evil guild of calamitous intent. These are like the, the rejects of it. <laughs> the pasta man. Yeah. Tony Riga. Oh, God. Uh, the vaudevillian. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, man. Uh, oh, man. This, I, there were laugh, genuine laugh out loud moments while reading mm -hmm. this. And, and like I said, this is so well put together. Mm -hmm. But this, what we're getting to next is my personal favorite part of this, which is the unlikely gods. I have been working on a pantheon of, you know, modern gods. These, these are great. The, the, every one of these deserves to be put in my pantheon. Goddess of cooking. Just what page? born. Uh, we're starting at 59. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. The God of lost causes. <laughs> the God of teenagers. Yeah. God of wisecracking, backstabbing, and teenagers, which is called Backsmack. Man. So then we have a character class, which is remarkably playable. The trickster. They're just card mages. That's it. But, uh, you know, they don't suck. This would be an interesting character class to have in, uh, if you wanted to have a game based on 
I don't know, stage magicians or a carnival. Yeah, more. This is definitely more of an urban setting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you were like, if you were say in Tri Cities, uh, excuse me, Chi Town, and trying to like, you know, infiltrate, I, I could see this happening. Then the ludicrous mage is. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Like yeah. all of this is so silly, and this is. Here's the thing: there is a completely worked out spell progression list with fully worked out spells like mm-hmm. and this is this is in jest but i think this could almost go so this reminds me of uh i don't know if you've ever seen this matthew hmm. uh, called uh it is a japanese series called the hero yoshihiko no i haven't so the premise of the hero yoshihiko it's all live action is that this mm-hmm. guy is uh you know just some peasant out in uh, fantasy world who uh, finds out that he is the great hero. He is the hero of ages, but he's really terrible. And, but he also like takes everything so seriously. He, he really, really gets into this whole hero thing. He's going to go save the world, but he ends up with like the worst possible companions. And one of them is this wizard who like the first spell he can, the wizard can cast is sweets. And sweets, he casts it on you, and you have a sudden craving for candy. And his next spell is pig nose. And for <laughs> oh, the God. next few rounds, you have a piggy nose. Uh, it's very much heavily based as a spoof on the Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior mm. series of video games, but as if they were live action. Right. Anyway, the magic for the ludicrous mage reminds me of that terrible mage. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Fart blossom <laughs> create candy <laughs> it's, yeah yeah potato head obsess mm-hmm. much you know <laughs> no i mean this is all ridiculous but here's the thing this is all done so well spells of legend create yeah. carnies <laughs> yeah. oh. that is terrifying oh, <laughs> oh man there's a the crazy Akaloth's discount alchemy summer catalog. <laughs> Runic bikini armor. <laughs> the ugly stick, uh, a lesser rune weapon. Um, wizard spells, you're it. It's it's tag. Like this is just fucking ridiculous. Banana the, peel. The tourist OCC. Right. It's wonderful. Wonderful. The tourist is a strange creature. They can be of any race, are extremely troublesome to the locals, but are easy to extract money from. Yep. Various types of tourists. It's, uh, <sighs> this is a great, this is there's, a great there's, one. There's, there's hook, line, and sinker um, for just ridiculous adventures. And even a short story. Yes. <laughs> by foghorn Ferkelberger. Uh, <laughs> it talks about uh you know sergeant brick the mutant boxer uh and <laughs> dog boy it's just it's uh, so i mean and this is longer than your average yeah actually it is a little thicker a little bit longer it feels yeah. like and then we get to the actual part that matters where it says at the the end last page april fool the truth by kevin sambita 
All the news, hype, and coming attraction, giga damage, the Frickle Burgers, and other silliness are all make-believe. Fake. Not true. A hoax. Ain't real. Ain't happening. Uh, it was intended as an April Fool's Day joke that it was all a joke on Wayne Smith, uh, the editor-in-chief of The Rifter. They talk about how they were able to create paste-up, and this is in the old days where you literally took a glue stick and paper <laughs> on a drafting table with a light behind it and assembled it. Like you can't, you can't hide a window, you know, you can't minimize something like this. Like th this was such an incredible joke. They, they managed to get this all done without Wayne. And was there ever a follow-up on, maybe we'll know in episode in Rifter 10. Maybe we'll know. Yeah, I don't know like, off the top of my head. I, mean, I haven't read ahead. You know, actually, okay, that's a lie. I have read, I think, uh, for the first, like, 30 rifters. Yeah. No, fuck, the first, like, 40-something rifters. But it's been so long. I don't remember. So uh, I'm, it's almost as if I'm coming to this new again. It's an amazing piece of Palladium trivia. And I want to talk a little bit about the kind of... You, you hear a lot of, like... In, in the forums about, you know, just dogging on Palladium. But I want to talk about what an amazing culture they must have had to waste paid time to make this beautiful, <laughs> involved in bit of insanity that we're holding here. Like, could you imagine working at someplace that fun? <sighs> Kinda. Not from my own experience, but yeah, I, same. Yeah, I, I can imagine it, and it sounds so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is an amazing thing, and I can't think of another company that would do this. What I love about it is the the amount of self awareness that is evident in mm. all of the jokes that are being made here. Anybody who is some casual fucking internet plebe who is out on there bashing palladium or more specifically bashing kevin for not being aware of the things that people say or not being aware of yeah. you know aspects of whatever and whatever i i don't think they know this book exists <laughs> yeah I, I would like to invite you to uh yeah, yeah look, take a look at this 100 percent self uh what do you call it what's that word self uh aware <laughs> no the opposite where you put yourself down yeah there's, there's a lot oh, of that self depreciate depreciatory deprecatory Some, oh my god the word is on the tip of my tongue but anyway a self-deprecating mm. yeah. self-deprecating humor here like it's great yeah i also like that they didn't do any cover art they just made it glossy and said draw it yourself <laughs> <laughs> you know? use your crayons you monkeys it's it's oh my god so this is unique. I can't think of anything like this that has ever occurred ever. Sometimes you will have something to the effect of, you know, silliness like, you know, the, the Robotech swimsuit issue or something like that. But that is different than this. That is geared to bad teenagers who are being bad with the door closed. This is geared in a completely other way. The humor is spot on and it is so going after themselves this is this is a roast in book form the closest thing that i can think of 
is one of the anniversary books from TSR pre Watsy TSR era. Mm. They released the the long awaited, long demanded, just heavily sought after customers wanted Castle Greyhawk. Mm-hmm. It had been talked about since the first days. It was the great b- book of Gary's world. And anyway, Castle Greyhawk was coming. When they finally released Castle Greyhawk as a full adventure campaign book, the whole thing was a joke. Yeah. From beginning to end, it was a series of joke adventures memes of the time Mm. the kind of stuff that would be in a monty python sketch the whole thing was like a monty python level adventure and it pissed people off (laughs) this was done i think in better taste yeah yeah i don't think anyone would be pissed off by this but i mean i I just i I don't i don't even know what to say about this because this is this was so funny to look over, especially to anyone who is knowledgeable about Palladium, which I think we are becoming. It, it's just, it, it's wild and it's, it's, it's insane. And it's, it's so, it's so after itself. And I, I just, I, I love that this exists. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I love that this is there. This is, this is a relic of, yes. Yeah. Of, of Palladium history. I don't even know what to say about it. What What is your favorite <laughs> section of this? Like, what what is the part that just grabbed you more than anything else? Giga damage, yeah. I, because it it really just without saying so acknowledges everyone's complaints about mega damage. Yeah, and of course there is terra damage coming mm-hmm. in Y three K and turns it into <laughs> a big old joke. Uh, like I. I I want to like give this to people who haven't seen it, you know, like I, I want to pass it around, but I also don't want it to ever leave my shelf and I want to put it in plastic so it doesn't get hurt. Like there's a turtle smoking a cigarette with rockets on its pack on page 14 next to the, the, the Gigasaurus Rex. Like, I mean, it's just, oh, there's, there's so much good. There's so much good here. I, I, like the artists, like people were paid for this. Could you imagine? I could see this. I could see this today, right? We are going to put something in, you know, if, if the boss comes by, we'll, we'll close the window, right? But this, this went to printers. Like, artists brought stuff into the office, and it was made and pasted and put together into a proof, which was then delivered to a printer and paid for. And then boxes were shipped back to the office. And, I mean, like, this is, this is so wild to hold a complete, well-done joke that one person was completely unaware was even happening right and that one person is the person who is so involved Mm -hmm. with the rifter was the editor-in-chief so i mean good job guys (laughs) 23 years later i say congratulations on a joke well played uh yeah I, i i don't i don't know what else to say about this if you can get your hands on one and you are a collector type which i am you you absolutely need this. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. The Rifter, <laughs> nine and a half. Enjoy it. We yeah. did. Give it a look. Give it a read. Talk to us about it. Join our Discord. Let us know what you think. 
And then if you feel like it, if you feel so inclined, if you had a good few laughs of that, and you're like, these guys, <laughs> tut, tut, they are spot on. If you want to kick us a few shillings to fund our palladium uh, addiction, please check out our coffee page. And perhaps you too can join at the Giga Damage tier. And Mr. <laughs> Ferkelberger himself will approve of your decision. Yes. This <laughs> comment not sponsored by Mr. Ferkelberger. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, folks. All right. Thanks, everyone. Starships, magic, mystic martial arts, romance. All of these can be found in A Cloak of Blades by Isaac Sher. You might have heard my name before. I've done a lot of voiceover work for Breakfast Puppies. And I've recently released my first novel. It's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback. And you can get it for free if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. I do hope you'll support my work as you're supporting Breakfast Puppies. And it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Have a good one. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>